Standard Issue for all women. Hello and welcome to this week's Standard Issue podcast. Hooray! This week we have a gig cast for you that was recorded at Sale Waterside back in June. It was hosted by myself and by our Sarah Millican and we had three brilliant guests, Sean Gibson, Jenny McAlpine and Sherry Lee Houston. We talked about what made us laugh, we talked about embarrassing things that had happened to us, incredibly stupid things we'd said in front of people who'd made us go a bit weak at the knees, having a vegetable patch inside your house. I don't have to go on because all you need to do is just carry on listening and you will hear that. It was a lot of fun. Thanks to all our guests, to everyone who came and watched us and to everyone at Sale Waterside and also to Maddie Hickish for her technical wizardry. If listening to this makes you think, Oh, God, why haven't I gone to see one of those yet? Well, the place to remedy that is Sarah's website, sarahmillican.co.uk forward slash standard hyphen issue. And there's a link of all the upcoming events that we have. We've got many events in London. We've got an event coming up in Cheltenham at the Comedy Festival. And we've got an event coming up in Cambridge. We've got all sorts of great guests at those from Nigella Lawson and Sally Phillips, to Samira Ahmed, and Dr. Susanna Lipscomb, the brilliant scummy mummies. Get on there, take a look, and get booking some tickets, because there's loads of great stuff to enjoy. Next week, we'll be back with a podcast. Mick and Jen went and spoke to June Sarpong. That will be coming out as a Sunday Chops on Sunday. And in next week's podcast, Jen and I get really inspired by Gina Miller, and a bit worried about the future with Brexit. We talked to author Hannah Begbie about her debut book and we learn a bit more about cystic fibrosis. Plus, there's sport, there's Dunleavy Does Disney, there's all the usual good stuff. If you want to get in touch with us, if you want to tell us anything, you can get in touch through the mailbag, which is mailbag at standardissuemagazine.com or you can rate and review us, you know, five stars? That would be a nice thing. That would be a nice thing. Okay, until next week, stay frosty. Welcome to the Standard Issue Podcast. Thank you very much. Do you want to crack on, Hannah? Okay, yeah, so what we're going to do is just introduce ourselves now. It's largely for the purposes of me, so that you don't go, who, when I walk out on stage first. So I am Hannah Dunleavy. I am one of the people who writes, produces, presents the Standard Issue Podcast. Oh, (laughs) Hannah's fans in, yay! (laughs) (laughs) Um, We usually introduce ourselves with a fun fact. I don't know how fun this is, but um, yeah, I went to a funeral on Friday and I was mistaken for my 70-year-old aunt twice. By two different people or the same person again? Two different people. Because if it was the same person again, you could have punched them second time, I think. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, they did say they hadn't seen me since I was the age that I currently am now. (laughs) (laughs) And they did also say that I looked quite good. So... You looked good for a 70-year-old. For a 70-year-old. I think I am... I actually thought I might start just telling people I am 70, just so they can go... You look amazing. Wow, you look brilliant. <laughs> How do you do it? One of my friends, wait, this is ages ago, went to buy... She's in her early 50s, and she went to buy some face cream uh, in a fancy department store. And the, the guy in the counter said he wanted to try and upsell it, and she didn't have time. She was on a lunch break. And, and he said, uh, can I ask how old you are? And she just wanted to buy the thing she knew she liked, and she wanted... She didn't want to be 
up so old. She didn't want all the patronising bullshit. So she said that she was 70 <laughs> when she was in her 50s. And he went, oh, whatever you're doing, keep doing that. You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so we should all do that. <laughs> uh, Sean? Um, I'm Sean Gibson. Oh, my fact isn't as good as that. Now, I think my fact could be that I can forecast snow through smell. What do you mean it's not as good as that? That's amazing. Um, I can always tell the day before it's going to snow without looking at the weather forecast because I can smell it in the air. Wow. What does it smell of? Ice. <laughs> <laughs> What's ice smell of? Cold water. <laughs> I don't know. I've just always had this gift. I'm impressed. How, how reliable is it? 50-50. That's actually more reliable than a lot of weather reports, though. Certainly more than the BBC weather app. So I think you should be able to do something Exactly. My mum will still phone me and say, oh, it's cold. Is it going to snow? And I'll say, well, I can't smell it today, mum. Hang on. No, it's not. It's not. Do you have to go outside to smell it? Yeah. Yeah, because she looked at you like you were an idiot there. Yeah. Can't do it from in the house. Obviously. Your mum inside. So I've got to check outside. Yeah. But I can smell it. I'm, I believe mm. you. Yeah. Yeah. I believe you. 50 50. <laughs> if anyone's unsure, send us a text. I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Impressed. Jenny. Oh, okay. So I'm Jenny McAlpine. You might know me as Fizz from Coronation Street. Um, so, right, okay. What, what, a fun fact. Any, any sort okay. of fact. I'm not I very mean, good at, at a funeral. I'm not very so. good at fun, to be honest. Um, I'll, this is a, just the truth. I just told the girls in the dressing room. Um, when I did I'm a Celebrity, this was after they booked me, um, they gave me, like, this questionnaire to fill out. And there were various questions. One of them was something interesting about you. And I just wrote N-A. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't, isn't that the bit where you say, I'm scared of heights? Yeah, I don't. So that they put you <laughs> well, up Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what I should have done. I don't really have... I don't have a party trick. Nothing interesting ever happens to me. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I, I don't have any fun facts about myself. I like other people's. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I don't, I, I'm fine because I don't really like fun, as I said. <laughs> Surely. Um, I used to have a garden in my living room with an AstroTurf lawn because I lived in a flat without a garden and I had hydroponic lights and I grew vegetables. So I then <laughs> thought, because I was on the top floor and there was a lot of police helicopters because I was in town, I thought, I'd better go and tell the police that I'm not growing drugs. Yes. So I took a photo of my vegetables to the police station. <laughs> <laughs> what did they see? Go home. <laughs> No, fair enough. So. <laughs> what kind, What was your best veg that you? What, what did you do? What did you do well there? What, what I was really quite good thrived? at cook a melon. A what? A what? Cucumelon, cucumelon. It's like was that the tiny cucumbery yeah. melony things? Mm. I didn't. I tried them with. The, I had the seeds and nothing yeah. happened. Maybe yeah. I needed to be indoors. Yeah, it was definitely indoors. But you had to Stupid do. Stupid me paintball. trying outside. <laughs> At least I was smelling the snow, so it was nice anyway. <laughs> but we had the hydroponic lights, and actually, it was like we didn't have any seasonal depression. And then I was quite used to having what felt like sunshine all the time. That's a great idea. I like that. Good fact. Um, I am Sarah Milliken, and I am. Am I part of? I'm part of Standard Issue. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just I, I just asked her, um, and she said yes. So that's nice. Um, and I a random fact. I 
Oh, well, I'm on two at the minute, so all of my facts are two are related. But a man in the front row, the front row was so close to me the other day that a man opened his crisps. Can I just tell you how awful it is when people eat crisps right in front of you oh. when you're quite hungry as well? <laughs> but normally you can hear them open the crisps if they're right in front. I could smell the fucking flavour. <laughs> Chicken. Oh. oh no, I was quite, I was like, <laughs> it's really hard to not go, just give us a fucking crisp. But I didn't. Um, that's my random fact. Let's start with, um, with a question. Uh, let's start with Jenny. Oh gosh! Right, go on. What never fails to make you laugh? Um, now, my little boy, actually. Um, so, and I like, I know I said I don't like fun. I don't, you know, I don't like forced fun, but I do like being, being made uh, to laugh. Um, yeah, my little boy, he's quite good. And I was the same, so I was taught, I could tell a joke before I could talk, really. And Albert is a little bit the same. How old so, is he? Um, he's three and a half. And he can tell a good joke with a good punchline and good timing. Yeah, so he makes me laugh. Get him on the stage. Well, that, listen, this is my ambition. This is my intention. <laughs> Show bismuth. Come on. <laughs> I am going to push, push, push. <laughs> eyes and teeth, eyes and teeth. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Is it eyes and teeth? Why did I think it was Ooh. tits and teeth? Oh. Oh, he's a little You boy. went to a different <laughs> school than me. <laughs> It's a bit posher. She's from Wales. She's from North yeah, Wales. Yeah. yeah, we don't have tits in Wales. <laughs> we don't have teeth. <laughs> Sherry Lee? Um, my boyfriend dancing, because he has this really sort of panicked look on his face. <laughs> but he does the best dad dancing moves at the same time. Or he does that one like a toddler where he just jigs. He's <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just so entertaining. Aww. Does he think he's dancing well, or is he doing this to make you laugh? Mixture of the two, because it's sort Aww. of progressed. He's sort of, yeah. But he's very, because he didn't tell his face he was enjoying himself for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but also, when we, it's quite funny because he always says to me, because I think I'm quite a good dancer, and when we like go to a wedding or something, somebody will buy him a drink, and he goes, they've done that because he's dancing with a girl in the wheelchair. And I'm going, no, it's because we're brilliant dancers. And I think he might actually be right. <laughs> <laughs> but in my mind, I think I'm, you know. I think I'm a good dancer, but do you think if you think you're a good dancer, you're not a good dancer? Oh, that's no, probably... I think, no, if I've had a no. drink, I think I'm Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably if you think you're good at something, the rule is you're probably not. But if I go to a wedding or something and you've got a dance and you haven't had a drink, I'm just like, oh... Yeah. <laughs> no rhythm at yeah. all. Just can't find the There's beat. any music on. This is during the speeches, isn't it? You just <laughs> We don't have to dance tonight, though, do no. we? No. I'd no, love that's, to that's, be able that's to dance. That's round two. Oh, okay. <laughs> fine, fine. I would love to be able to dance. Yeah, I oh, would. Oh, I'd proper love it. Well, yeah. in my mind, I'm flying around, but I'm probably going a very slow circle. <laughs> With a wide turn. <laughs> I, I don't like dancing very much. There you go. Oh, that was it. That's a fun killer. Do you, yeah. ever, do you ever dance? I thought you'd appreciate that. I do. I <laughs> like it. Do I ever dance? Mm. Well, I suppose if I'm really drunk... But, yeah, it doesn't really... It's just, it's kind of just... It is enforced fun, isn't it? Especially at weddings. You're like, oh, do I have to? Oh, I do, do I? OK. What if the mu music takes over you? I don't, oh, I don't know. Happened? Does that happen? Not, not, not at weddings. No. <laughs> Bit of wham? 
No. Did about half? Maybe a bit, maybe. <laughs> what makes you laugh, Sean? Um, people falling over. Classic. <laughs> I don't think there's anything funnier <laughs> than people falling over. Um, it's all that bit where someone falls over and for a minute you don't know if they've hurt themselves or not, oh. so everyone just stops and goes silent. And then if they smile, that's all right, you can laugh. But there's nothing funnier. And in fact, a friend of mine, um, years and years and years and years ago when we were in university, we were doing a student film and we were on Sulphur Keys and there was this, like, windy staircase. <laughs> Making me laugh now. <laughs> and this man, it was a bit icy, and this man just fell from top to bottom of the stairs and then just stood up at the end oh, and like wiped right. himself down. Right. And it still makes me laugh, and we still, if we're feeling a bit down, the other one will text the other one, go and think of the slippery man on the stairs, <laughs> and it will just instantly make me laugh. <laughs> There's nothing Poor funnier. Man. Was he old man? No, he was all right, wasn't he? He was all right. He, he didn't break anything. He's you fine. sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just the best thing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it is funny when they when they try and pretend they haven't done oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah. But if you do it yourself, and I'm always falling over. If you're with other people, it's fine, and you can laugh about it. But if you if you just sort of like walking through town and you fall over, which does happen to oh. me, and you've got to pretend to like either style out or just get up really quickly and just like smile. <laughs> And just I'm walk fine. Off. I'm okay. I'm okay. I just love it. I feel like somebody needs to fall on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> I just laugh at you. I'm sorry. I fell on the late dog walk. We walk. We've got a dog, and we walk him quite late at night because he's got a, a comedian's body clock. So he goes to bed at <laughs> two in the morning and sleeps until ten. And I was out with my fella, and my fella, the dog lead, luckily, and I pointed at something that I thought was funny, and before I could get it out, I lost my footing and went absolutely flying. But the good thing about doing it when there's nobody around, not a car, not a soul, just the three of us, because the dog's a person, shut up, <laughs> was that I could properly cry in the street. Oh, <laughs> it was yeah. so liberating. I was like a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> And then I had to push myself up, and it was all gravel, so I got it all in... <laughs> and it was bleeding, and I've still got a big lump on my leg and everything, but it was so limp, because I felt like I was, like, eight, because I was just... <laughs> and he just kind of scooped me up and took me home. Oh, it was so good. I, I recommend doing things when there's nobody else around. You know, dance like nobody's watching, fall like nobody's yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, what makes you laugh? Um, yeah, my... Things that I shouldn't laugh at, mostly. Yeah, <laughs> like people falling over and stuff. My nephew makes me laugh. He's really funny. Oh. He, he, he is full of random facts. Um, in fact, the other day he said to me, um, I, um, he said, uh, oh, here's a fun fact for you. And I was like, right. And he said, don't know how much use it'll be in your actual life. And I was like, right. He said, if someone's firing at you from a helicopter, <laughs> and I, and I was like, I just, this is my favourite fact I've ever heard already. Um, he said, you run towards them. It makes you harder to hit. And I was like, how do you? Okay, and he just. But don't you? It depends. Isn't there more? Isn't it more complicated than that? Because surely you're getting, you're becoming a bigger target if you're running towards. Yeah, how do you run towards a helicopter? Uh, it's just up. It's up. In, it has to be up in the air. <laughs> You'd have to fly towards uh, it, yeah. not run towards it. As in on the ground, run towards it. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. And he's done an excellent fact <laughs> Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. And when he says stuff like that, in all seriousness, and then, and then doesn't understand why I'm like... <laughs> How old is he? 11. 11. Oh, yeah. Adorable. 28. Oh. Um, <laughs> I reckon he might still be like it when he's 28, though. What about you? Uh, oh, I, I just did I... Oh, I was going to do the thing about the leg, but it's not, that's not funny, is it? Because I cried. Well, it was for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, OK, let's just have yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask you guys, what is the best and worst things about your work and life? Cheryl, I'm going to start with you. What is the best thing about your work and life, would you say? Oh, I just... I get a lot of satisfaction from it. Hmm. Um, the worst thing is I'm rubbish at work-life balance, I think. You work too much? Yes. Are you? Yes. But not at my main job but a, a different job that I've sort of created. What would oh. tell us about well, that? We, we're kind of trying to change the way disabled artists are employed. So we're kind of looking at education, outreach and professional. But while we're setting it up, um, yeah, I need, it's that thing where you need to learn to go, just stop for a few days and then carry on. Because then you'll be better at it because um, you've had a rest. Yes. Arguably, yes. <laughs> yeah. Although I imagine it's the sort of thing that just, you never finished. No. There's always stuff to be done. Yeah. But it's working well. We've got a, a community choir for people with mental health, Bridgewater Hall. We've got, we're doing stuff in disabled schools. We've got a disabled artist networking project that it's on every couple of months at different arts venues. Great. Congratulations. Thank you very much. But to have a fucking break now and again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, best and worst things about your work and life, my love? Um, best and worst things. Well, best is that, um, I mean, I feel like the luckiest g girl in the world. I really do. I mean, I am the biggest Coronation Street fan, always have been. Can't believe that I'm in it. Um, love it, love watching it, still love watching it, always have. I'm do you watch your scenes? Or well, do you have to do much, them through a hand? It's much easier. Weirdly, I weirdly, I don't know if you're like this, but I can watch Fizz. I think the longer you've been in it, you, you can I can watch Fizz and think, oh poor Fizz. And then I think <laughs> Oh, that's me. Oh <laughs> um, and then and also I was there, so I knew that was gonna happen, but I'm still <laughs> feeling sorry for her. Uh, so I can a little bit. You kind of can't, you? Do, you? Yeah. you do. You it's sort of, weird. Oh, my God, I don't think I'll ever get to that stage. You, really? No. Well, I don't know if it's a soap thing. I don't yeah. know if it's a soapy thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm just vain. No, well, I think... But, no, I'm vain, clearly. That I believe my yeah. acting so no, much. But I, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm vain. But, I mean, as in, I can't see past... Oh, God, I've got a big spot on my chin. Oh, well, yeah. And, and saying yeah. things like that, that and not even noticing what well, I'm saying. Well, let me just tell you, you're not watching anything in HD, are you? Because you don't want to watch yourself in HD. No, no. You don't want to watch it on 103 or 101. You want to watch it on 003 See, or See, my 001. husband goes mad with me. <laughs> this is a great tip. I Seriously. Don't even, I never watch anything on HD. And he's like, I've just bought no. this big telly and put it on. No, there. And no, I'm no. like, oh, I just know no. channel Watch one, it, two, or, yeah, exactly. Or on your phone. You could watch oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like far away. <laughs> do you not watch it? on the or, screen. Only when or do you watch it under sufferance? Under sufferance. Right. I'll do it, like, you know, if you, if you do something, you have a screen in. I'll go to the screen in and I'll be like... Oh. Yeah. Well, I think I'd imagine it. that, though, because that's other people watching it with yeah. you. That would mm. be a bit... Mm. Oh, yeah. That would be a bit weird. What about when you... Because, you know, you're always snogging someone in soaps. What, 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 well, not me so that? much, but um, because... 
well, she's kind of, set, you know, Fizzy's a bit settled down, although at the moment they're not together, don't mention it. It's a bit... <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like, touch and go. But And then when we do do a snog, because we've got two kids, um, it's not really a proper snog. And, but yeah, then yeah. I, was, I watch it with my hubby and I say, oh, Chris, watch this bit, watch this bit, it's good, this bit. And then we watch it and I say, oh, they've cut it. <laughs> 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 that, honestly, it was really good, but it's... It's, you won't be able to see it now <laughs> because it's not there. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, no, I don't do snogging, so I'm not. I know you think I've been cast as the glamorous, the glamorous, sexy lead, sexy redhead, don't and actually you, I haven't. Do you count lip movements? I've always found I count. It'd be like three lip movements, and then I can pull away and then start talking. No, I don't. don't you? Three lip movements what? in a snog. Yeah. What are we talking here? On what? screen. Do, you do, do, do. Can you do it for us now? If you do it for us now. Well, do you have it for a snog? So, well, I sort of because you don't really, you're not kissing, are you? No, you're just no, moving your no. lips. So I would so I'll do one, two, two, three, out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> three out. Yeah, that's Do you find it as you do that at home? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. That's a no. good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I find well, it works for yeah. other things too. <laughs> Two, three. I, uh, three. I, can't, I can't watch anything that I do. And if I accidentally, you know, when you're flicking around this, there's loads of things are repeated, like the kind of panelly things that I sometimes do. And, and if I see something that I'm on, oh, straight away, I have to get past it. I can't bear watching myself because I'm too critical, yeah. a bit like what Sean said. But sometimes I feel like, because I haven't watched like my old stand up DVDs, and I wonder if I watched them on my own. <laughs> Would I just think it was hilarious? I think it would. <laughs> because it's in a direct match for my sense of humour, because it's me. And I, but I couldn't do it with other people there, I'd be too embarrassed, but I think I could watch them on my own and can, think, she's can I, hilarious. <laughs> can I just say, depending, arrogance. On, depending on how you cut this, your question was, what's the best thing about your job? And mine might sound like, I love watching myself <laughs> on telly. <laughs> <laughs> if you cut the first bit. So what, what do you... What's the worst thing about oh, your work? Oh, the worst bit. Thing? OK, yeah, then we get a balance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I love watching myself. Uh, that's <laughs> the best bit. Um, uh, no, the worst bit... I, well, I, uh, being away from home, being away from my little boy, I, you just... I, you want this... This balance where you want I want this parallel universe really where I can go to work and love what I do love everything that I do and I we also get to you know I get to do other things and do lovely things like this with you brilliant women and I wouldn't miss any of this but um I did leave the house tonight and and um daddy was doing bath and that so I did do that uh, and you think you want to you want to be there forever uh, but but I feel like we've got the right thing and I go to work and, and daddy goes to work and, and he sees us go to work, he sees us come back, that's right. But that's the worst thing, you know, leaving mm. him. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Sean? Oh, I'm going to repeat everyone, really. But the <laughs> best thing is, again, I love my job and it is nice getting up every morning and enjoying it. Um, so far... Um, I've worked in a lot of places when things weren't so great as, as they are now and that I, I wasn't doing lovely things like this. I have worked in a lot of bad jobs. I've worked in a Tampax factory. <laughs> I've worked... Did you get freebies? No. Ah, oh, no. Yeah. I just used to test them. <laughs> Wait, Please tell me at some oh, point yeah. somebody said they don't like it up them. <laughs> <laughs> and I was the only woman. 
working oh, there. Why does that not surprise Oh, me? that's so um, Was it blue water? Did you <laughs> no, in a stretchy machine. Oh. I just used to put them in. I used to work 12-hour shifts. Gets one from every machine. Put them in a stretchy machine. Press a button. Write it down. Play oh. solitaire for 15 minutes. Go back. Stretch them, write it down. Are we supposed wow. to be stretching them while they're in there? <laughs> I don't you think mean my muscles not. are that good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you're just um, glad so you're that not was there. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm not there. That's the best thing about my job. Um, and funny enough, that's probably not the worst place I've worked. I've, I've had a lot of crappy jobs. Um, and I really love what I'm doing now, meeting different people. I mean, the difference, I think, with you two is you see that, you know, you, you've been in the same place and you make friends. A great thing is that with, with my job, I meet different people all the yeah. time. That um, scares me a bit, though. It is very scary. Yeah. And, but it's also quite sad because you, you go on and do other things. Yeah. But um, I'd say the worst is exactly the same as you, is that I've got a six-year-old and if I have to go away and work... Because I live up north and a lot of people think that everything revolves around being in London um, and, and I want to stay where I am. Um, but it means I have to go away a lot and stay away for, like, mm. six weeks at a time. I mean, I do go home in that time period and it just... it's. It's horrible. Mm. When I first did it, after my first job, after I'd had my daughter, I was, like, crying my eyes out on the train. And then the first night, everyone was like, oh, let's go out after work. And it got to half 11, and I was like, oh, God, I haven't even phoned home. I was having a whale of a time. <laughs> <laughs> oh! I've got a family, I forgot. So it can be good. But, um, I mean, I've loved coming out tonight. It's great, because I've, I've not been working for a couple of weeks. It's been brilliant. I was like, that, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out with the girls. <laughs> Hannah. So that's the worst. Um, well, yeah, kind of in the opposite to what Jenny was and wasn't saying, um, actually editing the sound of your voice is disgusting. <laughs> Just listening to yourself over and over oh. again and hearing those things that you say that you think, what was I thinking? Why did I say that? Why is my voice so annoying? I think you've mm. got a lovely voice. It, you, well, no, when you've been listening to it for hours yeah. and hours, in, in, and it mm. doesn't, mm. I'm sure it doesn't sound in here. The, like the vo does. Your voice, you. not your voice, one's yeah. voice is more annoying than, than seeing it on telly and voice. Yeah. Like when I hear myself on radio, that is, I can understand that. That yeah. is different. Mm. Yeah. That's quite gruesome. I spend a lot of time on trains, which is also quite gruesome. Mm. But apart from that, Notwithstanding the fact that I'm on stage with my boss, my job is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the best thing about it is, well, yeah, I do stuff like this. On the other hand, I do spend a lot of time on trains. I actually get to go around the country quite a lot. Mm. Having been office-bound in loads of jobs, that's mm. quite pleasant. Yeah, to some actually, people love trains. Yeah, yeah, meet loads of people and do lots of fun stuff. Um, yeah, and do that thing where my job is 90% sitting at home in my pyjamas. <laughs> 10% saying cunt in public. <laughs> dream. That is the ideal job, That is the ideal job. Um I I love my job and I love I love the bit on stage. So I love this bit or I love if I'm doing a show or anything like that. It's the kind of faffing around it that I found. Like if I do a telly job 
they have to paint my face for three hours or whatever it is. And that's why I like doing radio and podcasts, because I can put, I mean, I put a bit of makeup on for you. And I've washed things, you know. I'm not a, I'm not a monster. But I haven't done my eyebrows. I don't mind telling you, because it's a podcast. Nobody gives yeah. a shit about your eyebrows on a podcast. Um, it's that kind of thing that I get. I find as I wish. W w that's why I love touring, because I just do. I do my own makeup, and I just go out, and it's all about the words that I say. And it's not. Nobody ever sends me a message after a tour show saying, "Oh, you look fat in that dress," or. I don't like that top or your tits are wonky. Nobody ever does that because mm. they're just nice people. But if, you, if you're on the telly, that's something that you, is part of the job, unfortunately, yeah. where people yeah. will criticise and pull you apart. All the things that you already think about yourself times a million. <laughs> just so confirm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, thanks, guys. I had my big list and you've just helped me tick it off. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the, the best thing is that I absolutely love my job and I've always... Uh, this, the stand-up part of it is something that I, if I don't do it for a while, I get really twitchy and weird. If I have time off, I'm like, I'll just, I'll have a gig, I'll do a gig, it'll be fine. Like when I wrote my book, it wasn't supposed to be gigging because I was writing a book. But my present to myself, if I did the right amount of words, by the time my husband went to his tour show was that I got to go with him and do a short spot before he went on stage. That's amazing. So my, that's workaholism, because my present for working hard was more work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's how much I love stand-up. But obviously the, the kind of, I suppose the, the public side of things I'm not great at, because I'm quite shy, weird, and people never think that's that you can be shy and be a stand-up. Mm. But you, I am. You know, the, the Twitter and all that business stuff, mm. do, you, have you, do you block people? Do you do that? Have you started um, doing that? I have. I, well, you can, but then sometimes people will just start another account yeah. so they can have... But a, then you can block them again. I do. I am just... Anything, anyone... Ever oh, I like to, to mute people. Because if you mute, mute people, they don't, they don't know that know. you can't I, see yeah. them. I don't you want them, them to know. I don't mind them knowing that, yeah, actually... Because sometimes I think... Well, often, I think, actually, people don't know that they've offended you so much. I think that's... that's oh, the passive-aggressive... Yeah. Because um, so they, they don't think you're a person. They don't think you're possibly. a real person, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And they think, well... And, they, and also they're judging it on what, how, what they would cope with. Mm. So they think, well, I'd, I'd be all right if you said that to me. Yeah, yeah that's true. I was, it's the ones where they don't have their name or a photo and you think, you wouldn't say this to me oh, in a pub. Egg. Yeah. Mostly because I don't go to pubs. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that, yeah, that kind of weird confidence that they have because they're not sort of mm. visible, I suppose. Mm. But yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the trickier end, yeah. I suppose. Okay, what did you all want to do when you grew up? Shirley. I wanted to sweet shop until I was about seven, and then I wanted to be an actress as soon as I saw Annie. Oh, oh. I can't, yeah, can't sing or dance. That's a very wholesome oh. story. Yeah, That's so wholesome. <laughs> I'd have eaten a lot of sweets. I was planning to eat a lot of sweets. It's yeah. <laughs> a good plan to have. You could still do that, you know. I know. Yeah, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> I should open my own shop, really, shouldn't I? You could, but the problem is you have to, you know, you have to give them away to other people. You know that, don't you? I'll you can't just them. eat them all. Yeah, yeah sell them, no. but you can't just eat them all. I'll do a shop at home. Yeah, yeah, just buy loads of sweets. You don't. This doesn't have to be a shop. Just buy loads of sweets, sit and eat them. That's what I do on Halloween. I don't answer the door. Uh -huh. <laughs> I just eat them all myself. <laughs> I once sat all night in a Halloween mask with a load of sweets and nobody knocked. Oh. 
Did you eat them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's because they think you're growing things in your flat. That's not. Uh, right. nobody, <laughs> ever, <laughs> nobody ever knocks my door on Halloween either. I mean, I never have anything in, so it's kind of a relief when they don't, but I do wonder what their parents tell them about me that makes them not knock on my front oh, but door. People do decorate the houses now and they go, they go crazy. Oh, oh yes. Okay. Got well, to put they, yeah, you can't um, knock yeah. unless there's a, a witch or oh, something. Something, yeah. you got to go... Oh, is that oh. like a rule? Like, yeah, it's yeah. a new rule, new isn't rule. it? Why is, that? is that so that you don't get, like... So you don't dodgy. wake up a pensioner or something. Oh, right. Oh, I thought you meant, like... <laughs> Like paedophiles or something. And then I'm thinking, well, surely paedophiles yeah. will just cotton on and just decorate the house. Oh, their house would be the best decorated one, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> those ones. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. Charm? What, what? what was your child with ambitions? <laughs> um, I used to work in a chippy. Really? I used to um, get newspapers and practice folding it really quick. <laughs> Just oh, I things. love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> Just like my by the time my dad got home from work, I'd like wrapped all his papers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that so much. Um, I, I could still wrap one really quickly if you ask me. Um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I think I wanted to be an actress. I didn't. I can't remember what film I watched. I did love Annie. I do love a musical, but I, I can't Annie. sing I to save my life. But um, yeah, and then that's what I kind of tried to, to follow. Then I thought I wanted to be a nurse, but I really, I, I couldn't do the poo and the blood yeah. and all that. But I'd really love that job. I'd really Being love a nurse. that job. Yeah. <laughs> I briefly wanted to be a nurse because I had a couple of operations when I was a kid, and it gave sort of the kids on the nurse, like the nurses on the kids' wards. They used to do quite a bit of like just being nice to you and playing games and stuff. Yeah. And I thought this seems cool. We grow up and play Ludo all afternoon. I'd love that. Yeah. But yeah, once I realised you had to put your fingers in people's bottoms, oh, no. I was like, no. My nana was in <laughs> hospital and I had to put one of those um, aprons on. Mm. And all this this was only like ten years ago. And all of a sudden it came over me that this should be my vocation as soon as I put the plastic apron on. <laughs> I just started wiping things. <laughs> I could do this. But that's the thing, as an actor that's what you like, you get to play lots of different jobs in the outfits, don't you? Yeah. And I was once yeah. a vet in Corrie. And were you? No, not even a vet, a vet, a vet. Veterinary nurse. nurse. Yeah. Well, the nurses are more important after than the Schmeichel. Did you? Yeah. You weren't yeah. there when you, they put him down. No, no, no. Oh, I was gonna say. Um, I couldn't have done that. It was when he'd got run over or something. <laughs> I remember. And I and I had to just run behind a trolley with a zip with a drip zip with a drip. <laughs> I'm so and glad I you just... didn't end up being a nurse. <laughs> You're running after people with zips. <laughs> you made it. It's a zippy it. drip. Um, yeah. Still Aww. waiting for the callback. <laughs> we don't have. Oh, do we have any dogs in Curry at the minute? Some, oh, Bess got that little one. Oh yeah, she? but yeah, that could be run over that little yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Eccles, <laughs> Eccles the dog, of course. Yeah, we need you. I'll be there. We need I'll be you. There. We need you there. You could have. You could have even met by now. Well, you couldn't even see vet. me because Michael was that big. Oh God, yeah. And the trolley was that big. You just saw a little head going. Put an A four five seven zip zip. <laughs> it's a zip drip. That's what I'm trying to go for. Zip drip. Um, just put. Yeah, I'm just like being all medical. He was about Schmeichel. He was about well, you, how tall was he? Big, wasn't he? This, Six foot. Yeah, something ridiculous. <laughs> but honestly, he weighed about fifteen stone. And the writers used to write storylines 
for him, storylines. Uh, and well, but you did do a scene like Fizz and Fizz and Kurt walk in the house. Schmeichel jumps off the sofa, runs up the stairs, runs back down the stairs, opens the fridge, gets a sausage. And you think, are you? Do you think we're going to be able to get this dog to do anything? It doesn't want to do. It'll just lie there and do nothing. Cause he's fifteen stone. We can't He played move dead it. really well. Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, Schmeichel, bless him. <laughs> What did you want to be when you were a kid? Uh, loads of, I mean, I loved, I did love shops and chippy is a good idea. Mm. I never, I never wanted a chippy, Have but a go I wish I did. Home. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I had, sort of yeah, I had lots of tills, but then I have, you know, um, um, then I've worked in shops, I worked in boots, but it was like an electronic till. And now the till we've got at the restaurant, it's like an electronic till. It's not one of those like pingy ones. They don't get, you don't get them anymore. Those old-fashioned pingy tills oh. where the where the drawer comes it out. It was the clicker to pay, put the price tag on as well. Oh, I, I like love them. You don't guns. have price tags anymore. Mm. You don't have. You don't get those little price stickers anymore. I will at my shop. At you own. will at your shop. Yeah. You <laughs> the shop. Um, and but and then but and I also wanted to be. So there was one. St- oh, there was. Two, I wanted to be a teacher in the day and a barmaid at night. That was one idea. <laughs> um, and uh, and but mainly a dancer. As we talked oh. about before, you know, I wanted to be able to dance, but I can't. But a ballet dance, like a prima ballerina. Uh, but no, never, never did that. Did you go to dance lessons as well? No. Well, oh. I, I was quite, my dad was quite good at sort of, he did teach me from an early age that I couldn't do it. He did tell me. <laughs> <laughs> because there's nothing. And actually, no, do you know what? He foresaw because he said, people should do this with kids because, you know, it's, they should because. You know, if you're not good at it, you need you need to know really. And <laughs> but now you know you see, and your Britain's Got Talent, etc., etc. You, you look, they come on the stage, and you think your mother's not told you that you can't do it, has she? <laughs> She's been telling you all these years that you could do it, and now Simon Cowell's going to tell you in front of Tear everybody you that you can't. <laughs> so it's important, you know. The encouragement I had, but then uh, you know, the, before we bought the tutu. Uh, I was told that I couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my parents actively encouraged me to stop playing the violin. <laughs> and then I went, I don't really like it. And they were like, great. <laughs> that was it. It was never mentioned again. Never. They used to make me practice at the bottom of the garden because it was just too noisy. Oh, oh there's, a, there's a kid near us, you know, and he's, I think it's the violin. I can't even tell what instrument yeah. it is. But you can hear it. And they've got double glazed windows. But when my windows are shut and his windows are shut, I can hear him play this violin and it's not good. You need to tell him the harsh truth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how old he is. I don't know if it's the older boy or the younger boy. If it's the younger boy, maybe. But if it's the older one, they need to tell him. I will tell him. <laughs> he can't do it. Oh. I used to want to be a, a stripper. Um, genuinely. Because I thought it was just a nice lady dancer. From Gypsy Rosalie. Did oh, you I don't watch know that where film? it was from. I don't know. No. I, I mean, I hope it wasn't just like Porn that was lying around. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wanted because I just thought it was a nice lady dancer, so I wanted to be. Uh, but also, I when you talk about shops and and um, chippies, I I had an imaginary library, oh. and <laughs> feeling sort of a wave of pity from the audience. <laughs> all the books were real, and I made little cardboard cards to go inside them all. Oh, the only no. thing that wasn't real was like people, <laughs> Fre- friends you might call them. <laughs> were you allowed to talk in your library? No. <laughs> what kind of 
nobody allowed to talk in. A rubbish one, that's what. Yeah. Um, no, you weren't. And, and also had some change for when people brought their books back too late. And when I say people, I mean no one. <laughs> but the books were all alphabetized. That was, that was the big fun bit. Because then sometimes people would bring them back and I'd have to... Nobody would bring them back and I'd have to slot them back in. It was me just rearranging books. <laughs> That's all it was. But God, I had such a lovely time. I really did. <laughs> what did you want to be when you were a kid? Yeah, a writer, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, like, like I say, I flirted with the idea of being a nurse for a bit when I thought it was largely board games. Um, <laughs> and I did have that, I did have that like, slight obsession with working on the cheese counter. Again, shops. Because I love cheese, and also that metal wire looks really oh, cool. Oh, yes, I'd like yeah. to go with one of them. Yeah. In fact, somebody bought my <laughs> mum one once that was like a mini cheese board that it came with a little wire. Yeah. Oh, actually, I have got And I wasn't fact. allowed to touch it. I met the granddaughter of the man who invented that cheese cutter. Oh. <laughs> that wire. Did you? Seriously, she, that's what she told me. That's what she told me. That her granddad invented this thing. The, the cheese. That is worthy of wire cartridge, that fact. Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Did the same person also invent, like, thongs? Because <laughs> it's a similar well, I did, motion, I isn't didn't it? think it was simple, but a lot of these things on Dragon's Den, they are simple, aren't they? Yeah. You think, you wish you'd have thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm... Oh, wait. Uh, sorry. We'll cut this bit out where I'm seeing what I'm up to. I'm going to ask you, um, what is the best thing about getting older? Hannah, I'm going to start with you. <laughs> I've been mistaken for 70-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> um, generally. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind getting older. I, the, I suppose... What I would say is that I don't give a shit, but I, to be honest, to be fair, I didn't really give much of a shit. I don't feel as much pressure to look like I'm wearing something smart or dress in any kind of a fancy way or wear makeup, which I did feel when I was younger because I hate all of those things. And now I think people are like, oh, just leave her. <laughs> She'll just do her own thing, just leave her. Do Whereas, you get to be the you that you wanted to be then, now? Yeah, yeah. I suppose, yeah. And you get to be right about stuff. When yeah. people say, ah, I think you'll be married by 30, you get to go, ah, I wasn't, like I said I wouldn't be. So, yeah. Being right, I suppose, is the upside of getting older. Nice. Yeah. Sean, what do you like about getting older? Yeah, being right is the only good thing about getting older. I hate getting older. I hate yeah. it. I'm 42 in a couple of weeks, and it just really <laughs> depresses me. I just really don't like getting older. But I agree with what you're saying, because you, you have got a smugness about you that you can go... <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, she not about you. You're not true. the first person There is a smugness that. about saying to someone, yeah, well, when I was 30, uh, you know, you will find that will happen. You, you're able to say that to people. However, a really bad thing about getting older is um, one of my best friends is a school teacher. And we went out um, about a year ago and we, we went for a couple of drinks. And we've, I haven't been to a nightclub in years, but we decided to go to a club. And we were having a great time, and we were all dancing on the dance floor. And we, we've been friends since school, and we were having a great night. We don't see each other very often. And then this really good-looking boy came over and started hugging my friend. And he was about... He looked like something from Love Island. And we were like... <laughs> Ooh! 
arm is pulled. And she was like, get, we've got to get out now. Get out now. We were like, what's going on? She was like, he's one of my students. (laughs) And we were there thinking that this guy was trying to pull us and we're like old enough to be his mum. And he was just asking what his exam yeah. were going to be. Yeah, as, we <laughs> as we were going out, there's a load of like, young lads go, miss, miss. And we're like, oh, this is horrible. Are we, are we those people? Are we those old women who people think, just go home, just go home now. Um, but I, I, I don't like getting older at all. Um, I've got young nieces and nephews who are in their 20s and 30s, and I just always look and think, oh, those days have gone. <laughs> I'll, oh, never work really at a, I'll never work at a chip shop. I'll never. <laughs> it's you still could. I still could. <laughs> you don't have newspaper anymore, though, in chip well, shops, Well, they do don't. They? they don't. No. Or just in life, generally. <laughs> or, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, I wonder if that's why they don't. Well, the, the collapse of the newspaper industry yeah. is affecting fish and chip sales. <laughs> I'm going to put an FOI in yeah. and find out. <laughs> I am going to look into that. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny? Me? Um, well, I, I don't really feel like I'm old. Um, How old are you, if you don't so, mind? No, I don't mind. Uh, 30... Four. Oh, so just a baby. I'm a baby, aren't I? Yeah, totally. So, but I am, and, but I used to drive me crazy when older people used to say, um, oh, 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 I wish I was your age. And also, oh, I can't believe how much you've grown, but I do it now. I do it to my Chesney. Um, <laughs> I, I call little Sam still, and he's twenty. Can, can I jump in to tell you something about Chesney to make you feel old? Do you know what he's just turned? 24. Chesney. Little Chesney. Who had Schmeichel is 24. So that made me feel a little bit old. Um, And I just, and I annoy him and I call him Little Sam and and tell stories like this about him on podcasts. (laughs) Um, But no one can believe it. Uh, But yeah, so I don't feel, but I don't feel sad about, about it. I don't think I do. I don't really. Do you know another Maybe, thing I hate? Think, go on. Is that when people, like, you'll read an interview and people will go, oh, well, as soon as I hit my 40s, my life changed. And it's like that all of a sudden you get this insight and you suddenly start go, you don't care about anything and everything turns perfect. Well, that's not happened but, yet. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's that. I think I try not to wait for things to happen. And I think, you know, just... Even week by week. I think it's better just yeah. to... Don't you think? Just in life. Yeah. If, if, you, if you're hoping <laughs> that everything's going to be all right. Oh, no, I was trying to cheer you up. Oh, dear. Oh, gosh. I don't know what to do. Quick shows. Is there a vet, <laughs> is there a vet in the house? Uh, <laughs> we can cheer Sean up. I can't really help because I don't mind growing older either. But though sometimes I think it scares you when you suddenly look and realise that you... You're that sort of age that when your parent was saying something and then that's coming out of your mouth. Yeah. It's annoying, though, isn't it? Don't you annoy yourself when you do Mm. things like that? Because you you say the thing that you swore you'd never say and then you go, but it's justifiable. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I have a very valid point. (laughs) Yeah. I like getting older. I really like it. I think I'm starting to... I don't... I'm not at that stage of not giving a shit. Yeah. But I'm getting there. (laughs) I'm starting to say... I say no a lot more than I used to. I'm getting better at saying no. Oh, I wish I was like that. I just, I, I just got bored of saying yes yeah. and then regretting it. 
So I start, start to say no and I give it a little go and it's smashing. Because <laughs> they just, if you say no, they just go, oh, okay, whoever it is, they just go, oh, fine. And then they don't, they're not as bothered as you think they're going to be yeah. if you say no. But when you mentioned about going out clubbing, I went out with it, some friends of quite a few years ago, but it was, it'd been a good 15 years since we'd been out as a group. And I'd not been to like sort of clubs and things like that for ages. And we went into this bar that we used to go into when I was like 18, 20, that sort of age. And I got really excited because there was a girl walking around with a tray uh, of um, like stationery. And I was thinking, God, bars have changed. Like, this is uh-huh. amazing, because stationery is like my one true love. <laughs> and I was like, this is going to be incredible. And then I got closer, and there were shots, but they were luminous, and I thought they were highlighters from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. Uh, <laughs> but I like that I was disappointed that it was booze. And I just thought, um... not to selfie, you need some more highlighters in your life. <laughs> Um, what would you describe as your proudest achievement to date? Let's start with Shirley. No, I haven't got a clue. Oh. Um, oh. oh. Oh, no, that's a rubbish one. It's not, it's not your Hoover, no. Oh, oh Jen. <laughs> this is a... This. I've got a You've robot. Got to tell about I have Hoover. got a robot. We were talking about Hoovers, weren't we? Yeah, that is amazing. And I have robot got a Hoover. robot Hoover. She doesn't have to do her own Hoover in a robot, yeah. does it? But it's because I don't want to wait and ask somebody that. Do you know I what I mean? It's easier to go. And, yeah. And is it what is it like though? Is it like a no? no. It's a circle. Oh, okay. One, this one. <laughs> I used like to have a, another one. Like a it... man who just. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you know it's those like ones a... that are, they're like, oh, they're going to come in, they're going to do all your cooking, you're going to be able to have sex with them. Those ones. <laughs> no, no. You're going to have sex no, with your Hoover. That's just... yeah. It's not that have, great, is it? I've had them for quite a while. Mm. So I think it's a disability thing. But then I had this one that kept getting into trouble because it kept chewing up wires. So I kept turning it upside down and not talking to it for a week. <laughs> and then, then I turned it back round and it changed its, its voice to Japanese or Chinese. And there was like this ongoing battle between me and the Hoover because it, it did say on the box it wouldn't chew wires. So I, I did tell it off and put it on the naughty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which clearly didn't work because all it did was make every whale grow in dust and shit. Yeah. And then you couldn't understand it anyway. But it is quite because you always have to find where it's wedged, sort of stuck under a sofa or something. But they're brilliant. Once. Uh, my uh, partner's stunned, uh, dog sort of chewed up all this rubbish in the front room, so I just put the hoover in with this sort of cloth on the bottom and just kept setting it off for a few days, sorted. Oh, nice. Yeah. That sounds like I think we should all get one of those. It's a good mm. advert. Good. And I'm put done. our dogs on it and film yes. it and put it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Spinning round. That can't be your proudest achievement, oh, though. Oh, Jenny just gave it me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be mine if I had one. <laughs> no, but what's your, what's your, do you want to think about it? Yeah, can I can think, think yeah, about yeah, yeah. it? Okay, Jenny. I've got one. You've um, opened yourself up here. Oh, well, obviously. I mean, it, without it goes without saying that it's my. Is it, is it an achievement to have a baby? Yeah. yeah. I would say yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose the the, the whole uh, having a little person and another person coming is um, probably my yeah greatest uh, achievement. Um, yeah. So. There we go. I didn't do it by myself, though. My husband was part of it. You did the outfit by you. yourself. Yeah, did you do it with a Hoover? Credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, oh, that's nice. I guess. John? Well, I'll have to say my baby I know. now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like a bitch if I don't. I know, but then maybe you say that, that's, that's, that's a given, so maybe yeah, she'll think yeah. of someone else and you um, think of someone else. Right, I'm going to be a big bragger now. Meet and take that. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> That's got to be my proudest moment. And in fact, um, I met them and I went backstage to one of their concerts. I'm such, I'm such a big head, aren't I? But I went backstage and um, because I was with someone they knew and... Gary came over, and me and my friend were, like, holding hands, just like, oh, my God. And it was, like, chatting to my friends, and we were like, hello, hello. Then Mark <laughs> came over. Yeah. Couldn't speak. Could not speak. <laughs> then Howard. He's my favourite. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. He's really grown into his face, hasn't he? He has. <laughs> <laughs> Always <laughs> looking. He has, You know yeah. what I mean, though? Yeah, yeah. don't think, think of him in Prey with his dreads. Incredible. No, don't think of the dreads. Um, and then <laughs> Jason... And love I thought, him, love him. I have got to speak. I have got to say something to someone from Take That. And he was talking to my friend, and he was like, yeah, I can't wait. Sorry, that's really bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> look at the colour of me. I'm like mahogany. We've been spray tanned. And I went, well, you can never be too orange. <laughs> to Jason Orange. <laughs> yeah, you're still proud of this. Um, and I was so proud. And my friend was like elbowing me like that. She went... You've just said to Jason Orange, you can never be too orange. And it was that moment from Dirty Dancing where I felt like I'd carried a watermelon and I just wanted to leave. But I am still very proud of me and Ted. A be. childhood. Well, not even childhood, because I was like 18 when they came out. But a dream. But yeah, I'll say a baby. That, that reminds me, I was, on a, I was on a, in Naples once on a bus with my sister and the most handsome man I'd ever seen on my life, in my life got on the bus. And he said to my sister and I, um, is this the bus that goes down to the port? And my sister said, I'm sorry, I don't speak English. <laughs> I love that. And that's exactly that. Just think of something to say. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> he was unbelievably handsome. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's my proudest achievement. <laughs> Would you like to be a young woman today? No. No. <laughs> um, no. I would hate to be young with Facebook and Instagram and all that pressure. I think it's just... It's just ridiculous. When I was 17, 18, going out... I'd wear the same outfit for six weeks. And then now, I think they've got the pressure of how they look and all these filters, and they don't look like that in real life. There's that pressure. The main one, I think, is mobile phones. Now, I went to uni, didn't speak to my mum for weeks. Now, my sister, with her children in uni, is checking up on them every half hour. They can't live their lives like that, can they? <laughs> God, no. A friend of mine had his mum sent the police round because um, he hadn't rung home for, like, six months or, yeah, responded to her letters or anything. Because yeah. he was just like, letters. oh... Stop just, it. Sorry, I just, I just remembered that yes, letters the were a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was like, Johnny, son, please, let your father and I know you're alive. Nice. And he was like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. And then the police came round to check that he was still alive. And you'd go out and I'd say to mum, oh, yeah, I'm going bowling when I was... Obviously, eighteen. Um, but you'd go, you'd go somewhere else, maybe. And um, but now, I was with an actor recently. He was checking on his phone to see where his son was. Do you know? Because you can mm, check where the yeah. mobiles are. Oh yeah. And I was thinking, oh my god, I'd have hated that when I was yeah. younger. 
hated it. That's just for your partner. No. <laughs> <laughs> and your hoover. I, I think I think it'd be hard. I'm not even talking about sort of serious academic stuff there. Mm. I am talking about social media. It yeah. would be horrific. I was literally never where I told my parents no. I was. Yeah. I would be in, I would have been in so much trouble. Yeah. yeah. I was always where I told my parents <laughs> I was. And it was You're usually in, your library. in my bedroom and I was filing books away. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we'd be dropped off outside the cinema, go up the steps, go down the back steps, out the back <gasps> to the pub, and then come back in and ask people what the film was like on the way back down the steps. No! <laughs> I'm appalled at all of you. <laughs> oh, I'm still too much of a goody two shoes. Would you, would, you, would you like to be a young woman today? No, no, God, no. Oh my God, no. And for much the same reasons as Sean's is outlined there, I think, because I was bullied at school, and I think when you're bullied at school in the 80s, you know, because you had flip up sunglasses, shut up, and, <laughs> and you wore culottes, <laughs> and literally nobody else did. <laughs> they were really good for getting air around, that's all. Uh. Um, <laughs> Um, what are flip-flop sunglasses? Are they sunglasses like flip-flops or flip-flops no, no, flip like sunglasses? No, no, flip-flop, not flip-flop. Oh, flip I wasn't oh, wearing them on okay. my feet. <laughs> flip-up. Flip-up, OK. Yeah. Uh, my definition of cool was very different to literally everybody else's. Um, but I would go home, I would be, you know, picked on at school, blah, 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 verbal always. And then on the way home, sometimes followed, horrible, horrible. But then I'd get home and we'd shut, we had a big wooden door, front door, and shut the front door. And that was it until like nine o'clock the next day when I was back at school. Where now it's everywhere. Mm, yeah. Oh my God, like yeah. you can't... I don't know how, I mean, clearly we've got parents in, I don't know how people manage. I, if I had kids, they would never be allowed no. a phone, <laughs> like, until, like, they left. <laughs> and then they could do what they like. I think it must be so hard to control what they're seeing and what, you know, what is affecting them and also to try and get that out of them. Because, you know, kids don't talk, like, you know, when you get older and you learn that actually having a bloody good cry and talking to your friends mm -hmm. is good for you. Kids don't always know that. So I think it must be really tricky to be a parent and even worse to be a kid. So, no, God, no. I'd like to go further back, <laughs> just yeah. to go just further back in time, please. That would be nice. Mm. <laughs> what about you? Um, I'm rubbish at doing all the sticky on bits. That like you, what? You know, like eyelashes. Oh, eyelashes, all the spare bits. Oh, yeah, yeah, you always get it up. Well, I've only tried a few times, and it always looks like another eyebrow, so... Because you're putting it on the wrong place, look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I blink, and it goes, yeah. And there's, oh. there's all that pressure, and I'm not very good at all the girly stuff in the first place, so I think I'd be particularly rubbish now. And it is that thing of... Because it feels like there's so much pressure on the outside and less on the heart and the head. Mm. Mm. But I, I, I do think, though, that there's much more openness in a different way, which mm. is really useful. You know, the way people talk about emotions more and communicate in different ways. I think that's better. But I think, weirdly, juxtaposition of that is the pressure that's about mm. all the other stuff. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like it always existed that though. I mean, it did at my school. There were, it didn't exist on social media, but that there was the beautiful girls, and there was the not beautiful girls, um, and they would put the eye. Well, maybe they didn't have eyelashes. Maybe that's just the difference. Eyelash, false eyelashes are more accessible bit, now. Yeah. But you know, they would they that they put importance on that, and I think. There are some people who've always put importance mm. on that. Um, mm. Now they're putting it in a selfie form, which is, which is just scarier. But in a way, it was part but, of the playground. But it, you're right, it totally scares me as a, as a, 
as a mum now, when mm. when my children will have a phone, when, when, should they have one at all, when they will, when they won't. Oh, it's but just back horrendous. in those days, like if they wanted to be mean about you so that you could read it like they would on Facebook, they'd have to write to Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take a lot longer. It would take ages. <laughs> and you could just decide to not read Jackie and you'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have wrapped it up. That, that page, <laughs> you'd miss it. I'd have advertised it, would have been fine. <laughs> Let's do a quick uh, embarrassing thing. Is any not if you haven't got one, you haven't got one. Has anybody got an em- embarrassing th- thing that's happened to them? Um, I think I was about eight, and Asda. I, we grew up in Morecambe, and Asda just opened, and it was really posh. And I was ever so excited. I was going to a supermarket to walk round, and as we just went in, my knickers fell down, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh. and my mum went, just step out of them, keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> She sounds like a lady, doesn't she? Yeah. Step out of them and keep on walking. <laughs> That's happened to her before, hasn't it? You can tell. It was just like, I felt like I'd, I'd let myself down in Asda. <laughs> We've all done that, love. <laughs> I once saw a human turd in Asda. <laughs> and there was a member of staff guarding it. And I couldn't, I couldn't work out if they were protecting it or us from it. I couldn't work out. And it had one of those, you know, those slippery floor signs across it. And you think, that needs adapting. Um, yeah, that's my Asda story. Uh, <laughs> but it didn't happen. I just happened to be there. It wasn't me. No. Uh, Jenny, anything embarrassing happened to you? Um, yes. Um, not, well, not, well, a while ago, anyway. Uh, so I'm walking up Deansgate in Manchester. A man with a pen in one hand and a piece of paper in the other came up to me. I was in a bit of a rush. He walked towards me. Excuse me. I said, yeah, absolutely no problem. Jenny McAlpine, brackets, fizz, uh, kiss, kiss, what name? And he said, uh, and then I looked at it and realised it was a map. <laughs> asking me for directions. <laughs> True story, obviously. Sean? Um, aside from... The Jason Orange comments. <laughs> You're no, proud. That was a proud moment. That, that was you proud. proud. Um, <laughs> I, I was about 20 and I was seeing this guy and we went on a first date and um, he'd, I'd met him in a pub and he'd parked behind the pub. So when it was time to go home, so I'll give you a lift home. And I walked out of the pub. I hadn't even been drinking. And... I fell down a manhole. <laughs> oh, well, it's not, it wasn't even a manhole. It was like a cellar. So there were steps going down. And I fell down a flight of stairs. And I was so mortified, I pretended to be unconscious. <laughs> and I just lay there. And he, he ran down. And um, this was quite manly. He ran down and picked me up. Ooh. And lay me on the bonnet of his escort. <laughs> and, uh, and I just had to pretend to come round a bit. Because I was thinking, oh my God, this is just mortifying. <laughs> it was hideous. And I was living at home. And he took me home, took me home and he told my mum. And my mum stayed and, on the end of my bed all night thinking I might be concussed and I couldn't go to sleep. And I was just like... No, I've just fallen down a cellar. <laughs> it's quite embarrassing. Oh. And I did see him again, actually. I think it was the arms. 
Yeah, and like the escort. That. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I am. I don't get embarrassed very much. I was out once for New Year and uh, New Year's Eve uh, with a bunch of friends and uh, my sister, and uh, we were walking along. We'd been drinking. It's been the treble whiskies in those days, and thanks for the judgment. Um, <laughs> and I was walking along, and all of a sudden, everybody around me, all of the people I was with, started to say, oh my God, are you all right? Oh my God, are you all right? Oh my God, are you all right? And I didn't know what they were talking about. And apparently, I had just walked, walked straight into a lamppost, <laughs> corrected myself, and kept walking. And, that's, and I didn't even wake up with a headache. There's the power of booze. <laughs> Ooh. Hannah? Oh, my God. When you originally said this in the... I was like, no, I haven't. And then just... The darkness came, and now that's all I can think of. Yeah, my life is one long series of embarrassments. You just talking reminded me of once I was at a party at someone's house when I was 19, and we were playing football, and I ran into the fish pond. (laughs) (laughs) I just... I killed some fish. No, I was being really enthusiastic and drunk about playing football and I was running and suddenly I thought, it's harder to run than it was <laughs> a few moments ago. And I had just charged straight into their pond in the bottom of their garden. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. Yeah, my whole life is a series of events like that. I once told my boss to stop treating me like a fucking idiot and then fell over his phone on the way out. <laughs> and smashed oh, both no. his phone and my knee. <laughs> And then I just, like, crawled out the rest of the office. <laughs> we have to uh, wrap things up. Uh, let us just see if anybody has anything to plug. Shirley, would you like to plug? No, I'm good. Not you're quiet? Oh, yeah, we have um, Manchester... Men- uh, and for anybody with experiences of mental health be it um, somebody close to you or yourself. Um, and we meet at the Bridgewater Hall every Wednesday from 7 o'clock. We've just got the next three, and then we'll start again in September. But it's uh, it's in association with uh, Dan McDwyer, Bridgewater Hall, and MMU, who are doing research into the communal benefits of singing, core singing, because it, it releases your love hormone oh. when you sing in a group. And it really does. We come away delighted each week. It's oh, brilliant. So, yeah, it's open, and everybody's welcome. Excellent, thank you. Jenny, have you got anything to plug? Um, it's brilliant as well. I've heard their choir. That, um, that you can actually sing as well, because some choirs, they can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of choirs can't sing. But I, I think that's down to our choir master. It is Dan, who I've it met. It's definitely down lovely. to Dan, because... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you join... You'll be able to sing by the end of it, even if you don't think you can sing. Um, do I have to be charitable, or shall I plug my restaurant? Plug your restaurant. No. <laughs> plug your restaurant. Um, so, uh, no, I'm joking. Um, well, yeah, you can no, come no. if you want. It's called Annie's, just off St Anne's Square in Manchester. Traditional afternoon tea, uh, roast dinner, traditionally British food cuisine, and um, not me being. Oh, I told you I'm clumsy because actually, when you just said that, Hannah, about the embarrassing things, maybe. I fall over a lot and I'm quite clumsy. The dancing thing, not being mm. able to dance. So I'm not a waitress at the restaurant <laughs> because of that. But I've been a waitress all my life, but just a really bad one. I've waited on tables <laughs> since I was 14. That was my very first job and I've never, ever got better at it, ever. I drop everything, uh, which is possibly why I'm not in charge of teaching my little boy to catch. His daddy is in charge of that. I still can't do that. Uh, anyway, that was a roundabout way of saying Annie's St Anne's Square. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, got anything oh, I to plug? I wish I did have something to plug. I haven't got anything to plug. Oh, uh... that I'm allowed to say anyway. Oh, Ooh. no, I just made that sound like I was working, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
my oh my book is currently four quid in various places, uh, supermarkets and on Amazon and things. And uh, people tell me that they like it and it makes them laugh, so that's good. Uh, and I'm on tour for literally ever uh, until December the sixth uh, around the areas, twenty areas, the country. Fucking hell, twenty eighteen December, December, yeah, year? yeah. I, I pointed downwards <laughs> for December. Because <laughs> now it's about June, uh. and that's December. And yeah, I'm touring since... Yeah, <laughs> since, yeah. since January. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a year on tour. Um, but wow. it's, but I, I love it. Uh, you know, if I, if, I, if I don't do that, what, what do I do? I go mad. So it's good. Come and watch me not be mad. Um, <laughs> Hannah? Standard issue. Yeah. Yes, we have podcasts, we have podzines, we have events like this. You'll find us on Acast and other iTunes, other places that you hear, podcasts, um, so champion, champion Women. What One a month is this sort of thing, uh, recorded, and uh, the other three are more of a magazine kind of format. And we're up at the Edinburgh Festival, Yes. Um, if anyone's going up there. Um, in mm. fact, today, uh, Mickey managed to book Janine Garofalo. Which is really I saw that. Which yeah. is very exciting. exciting. It's exciting. Um, yeah. So exciting. So, yeah, go to our, uh, Sarah's website. We're on there. Or go to ACAST and put in standard issue. Yeah. Um, uh, you've been such a delightful audience. This is the first time we've done anything at this venue, and it's been a bloody good laugh, and I hope you've had a nice time. Um, uh, please join me in thanking the incredible guests that we've had. Sean Gibson, Jenny McAlpine, Cheryl Houston, Anna Delibin, and Mr. Lucas. Thank you very much. Good night.